This is an IELTS Energy bonus episode. How Anna got a nine on IELTS speaking. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today's bonus episode, you're going to meet Anna, who got a nine on the IELTS speaking exam, plus find out how she increased her writing score by a whole band point and a half. Listen up. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, maybe you can hear there's there's a little bit of laughter in my voice already. Um, I am here with a special guest, Anna from Brazil, who just landed a nine in speaking. So, okay, so that's obviously the biggest reason why we're recording. But, um, Anna, so we've had, we've had some technical issues leading up yes. to this recording. <laughs> but now it's all good. We're going to do a great recording now. <laughs> yes, it's all good. It's all good. We figured it out. Um, Listeners, man, you, sometimes technology just gets in the way of the easiest things. Um, and you know what? That also happens with our IELTS test prep sometimes, right? Like sometimes you just feel like no matter how hard you want something, there's always something in your way. Like there's something preventing you from getting that seven or getting that the highest score to get the express entry like Anna's getting so she can move to Canada. All right. So let's back up a little bit. Um, Anna, would you like to introduce yourself, please? So first of all, thank you, Jessica, for having me here, even with all the technical difficulties. I know. Uh, so funny. Um, My pleasure. I would like to tell our listeners that I I was born and raised in Brazil in a small town about 2 hours from Sao Paulo city and but I've been in Canada for 5 years now so I think the exposure okay. to an English culture for quite a while now I did university here has contributed a lot to my speaking level and the other areas as well yeah, of course. I mean, there's, you can't compare any sort of preparation with immersing yourself in the target language, but not only that, the target culture. So that's, I mean, that's a key here, right? Yes. Anna, what, what do you enjoy about the target culture? Like, what do you think, what have you gotten into that, that is interesting or passionate for you? That's English. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, for pleasure. It's not just for IELTS. So what, what are you into English wise? 
Ah,、uh, reading. I was always into reading before, and as soon as I started this, even when I was a teenager back home, and when I started taking English courses, my one of my Very good. First English teachers told me we were going to do a book project this semester, so to encourage、uh-huh. everybody in the class to read a book, and that's when I read my first totally in English book. So okay, after、awesome. that was just one book after another, and I recommend our listeners to start doing that. Even if get a book that you already read, so you know the story. So don't worry about not following everything. Don't. Stop for looking at the dictionary. Every single word you don't know because you never finished the book. <laughs> Until this day, I get words that I'm not entirely sure where they are, but I, I go on and I keep on reading. And the, some of them I will look later if I, if I think they would add on or, or not. I mean, heck, I still come to words I don't know. You know, and I've been reading in English my whole life. When I so luckily I have a Kindle,、um, so I have this e-reader, and so if I because I read lots of sci-fi, and sci-fi authors love to use like the most archaic, oh, hard fantasy. So I know the feeling. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, because they create these whole worlds, and they also sort of can pick and choose their, this new language that they're creating as well. So I'm reading a book now, this like sci-fi book from 1969, and I've had to use the dictionary on my Kindle like three times because I have like, never seen this word before, which is weird for me. But anyway, it does happen. So the advice you're giving our listeners. Like this is advice that teachers give students all the time. Like reading is one of the best habits you can possibly engender in yourself or create in your life. That's going to help you not only on IELTS, of course, but to get into that target culture and to to really understand what what are native speakers thinking about. Like what do they do? Yeah. You know?、so、for me, I think it was like reading was one of、um, a big keys that I've always enjoyed, and I also like movies. But、Ooh. what sort of movies do you like, Anna? Ah,、uh, about anything. But to be honest, my favorite type of musical <coughs>、uh, movies are musicals. So the whole music with the movie, the singing、oh, and dancing—that's like really exciting for me. Okay, but, that that would help a lot. Yeah, yeah. And but the most important thing that I, I as I a student, I did was to take the subtitles away. So okay, yeah. A, a lot of the times, I started with the English subtitles, and then I noticed that English subtitles, yeah, great. Another test for reading. Yeah, that's true. But so I, mean, I it, took them out and, and focused on the listening aspects、yeah. of it. Um, when you get to to a certain level, yes. But I mean, like you said, you ha- you did have the subtitles in the beginning, in the beginning because yes, it, it is a process. I mean, it's it sort of it frustrates me. It frustrates me sometimes when I hear teachers tell students like, "Never watch a movie with the subtitles. That's that's not listening practice." But you know what? Like, if you're of a pre-intermediate level or an intermediate level. You need that to understand what you're listening to. So it's you、But、know it's just another tool. As well, a mix of both. Yeah,、so、definitely. Try first watch it without it. See if yeah, you get it. That's what did you get it? And then do with the subtitles and pick it up 
what do you miss? Exactly. Exactly. So there's, I think I have a YouTube video about that, about how to use movies to improve your English. And that's one of the activities. It's like, you're going to watch this movie three times. So you better choose something that you're interested in. And like the first time you watch it with subtitles, the second time, no subtitles, the third time, just enjoy it because you understand it now. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because we're talking about how you got the high scores, but we haven't actually talked about your scores yet. (laughs) Yeah. Hi guys, Jessica here. Just a reminder, if you want to start preparing with the best and clearest and most simple strategies for your IELTS exam, please join us today in the Three Keys IELTS system. You can access that by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. So, okay, Anna, tell us, um, what were your IELTS scores before getting into the Three Keys IELTS course, and what were your scores after? So, I took the, the IELTS for the first time in December before the course. I used to listen to your podcast a few times, but not the actual course. And then I uh-huh. got um, eight in all the categories except uh, the writing, where I got a okay. six. Oh my gosh, getting a six in writing of your level. How did you feel about that? I felt awful, but I yeah. knew it from the um, the test that I, I just like, I thought, um, I'm confident with my English. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then I was not ready for to do those two essays in an hour. And this is, I ran and, out of time. Yeah, and this is, you know, we've said it on the podcast before, and maybe our listeners will believe us. I think sometimes people don't believe me when I say that native speakers or people of very advanced English levels do not score well on the writing test all the time. I mean, it's a you, it's a very unique, uh, it's a unique hour, right? Yes, you're never gonna have an an hour like like, I took two English courses in university here, and I passed them, and I was like. Oh, that must be crazy. Okay, so like you saw that six in your writing and you thought, all right, okay, now we need to go about focus. Okay, cool. Okay, so those were your scores pre Three Keys IELTS. What were your scores after? So then I got an improvement in all the areas. Uh, Awesome. Yeah, my writing, which was the biggest one I wanted to improve, went from Uh a six to a seven and a half. Whoa, awesome. And, 7.5, that's fantastic. Yeah, and, and then both the reading and listening went up to eight and a half. Okay. And to my surprise, <laughs> my speaking got you up to a nine. That's incredible. I, what? I don't think this is, I, I this doesn't happen very often. often. I thought, oh, maybe they did a typo or something when I saw the results online. And I was like, oh, no, let, <laughs> let me get the actual paper. I only believed when I got the actual paper saying. Right, of course. Nine. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about the, the 
the ways you prepared for the reading and the listening. Um, so it's that extra outside reading that gives you the level. But obviously, I mean, there were some strategies, some testing strategies from the course that moved those grades up as well. Yes. Okay, I, I would cool. definitely say so because um, I think throughout the entire course, it helped me focus on what the exam wanted out of me. <laughs> was not yeah, a matter yeah. for me to like, oh, you know English. No, yeah. you need to know what the exam wants from you. So exactly. the course was able to focus me. So I would um, really pay attention to certain styles of questions. So I think that's how I, I managed to move up the the reading and listening scores up by focusing on like questions that are the same order. Yeah. Questions that are out of order. So I didn't need to, I didn't know about those things before. The true, false, not given. Yeah. Probably the first score were all wrong. <laughs> that messes everyone up. It does. It really doesn't make a lot of sense. Like you, you need these like super simple strategies to tackle like those questions and the matching headings. Even native speakers get the matching headings wrong because they don't realize how simple it is. Yes. Really, like it should be like super easy. Okay. Um. All right. So let's talk about the the speaking. You moved from an eight, which is, I mean, already. Flipping amazing. And then, but to a nine. Okay. So can you think of, you know, just a couple tips? Um, maybe you got from our course or maybe, you know, we had like a last minute VIP session before you took the test. What do you, what do you think helped you the most on test day to get that nine? I think it's something that you guys talked on the course about being yourself mm -hmm. and as you can see, I'm a very talkative person. I like to talk uh, about anything. <laughs> and I let the examiner know of that. I even mentioned to the examiner as the one of the first few questions, like um the first part of the speaking test, that I was uh -huh. I thought I was talking for too long. And yeah. And and then I was like, please let me know if you want me to stop, because I can go on forever. <sighs> You know what? It might like that. That sentence right there in part one, it would be so natural and such a, a genuine way of communication that right there you moved the examiner up into like the seven, eight, nine category, like just right with that sentence. So like you said, be yourself, but also. I think a lot of our strategies come down to be honest as well. Yeah, um, although uh, for the second part, um, <clears throat> that be honest didn't fully, fully come true. Because when they asked me the the question, oh, describe a time when you were outside and you saw a beautiful sky. <laughs> I was like, I hate those questions. I, I so don't hard. go camping as often as you guys here. It's not in, uh, within my nature to do that. And I was like, what uh, am I going to say on this? <laughs> and I just went on. I, camp on. I thought about a camping story and I just made up a story on the spot. So, yeah, I mean... Okay, so our idea of like the being honest thing, that comes to when you're anxious and worried. Like that's when you're going to be honest. That's when you're going to use phrases like, I'm so sorry, my mind just went blank. I'm super nervous right now. Or like what you said, like, just tell me if I'm going on for too long. So I think the, the, 
that's when that strategy comes in handy. But I mean, we also encourage our students to lie like all the time. And you know what? You're not going to be able to make up stories unless you read. That's, yes, that's where this and, comes and that's, full circle. Uh, I, I definitely think, and as well, the um, later on the test, it started with the whole thing about stars and then it went on to a more science fiction level. Even we had a little question about Star <laughs> Wars. Was, what? No way. Yes, I had a, I, I was asked, uh, why did I think Star Wars movies were popular? That is a really cool IELTS question. Yeah, and, and then I was like, oh my goodness, I'm a huge fan, but I've never gave much thought about why they were popular. Yeah, right? Well, who, who does really? Either you like them or you don't. Exactly. And that's really so as I far as you go. Like, oh, maybe it's like the whole concept of, Living in um a different planet and uh-huh. like um traveling to other stars and constellations, um the universe out there is too big for it to be just us over here. Well, I think you were able to work in a lot of impressive vocabulary in talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so last thing, let's talk about the writing. Cause I think a lot of our listeners will be in this same boat, you know, like no matter how hard you try, how prepared you feel, you go in and then you get your test, your results back. And it's a 5.5. It's a six. And you like you did not expect that. Right. So what changed? What what brought you up to that 7.5? I think it's what we we talked on um, the the VIP lesson. It's Uh um, knowing the tone which is something I didn't know about that before. Uh, okay, so to explain that to our listeners, what is that? Um, especially in my letter, I did the general testing for to have an idea, and uh-huh. I was faced with a formal letter, but I used quite a few informal words in my formal letter. Yep, So yeah. I remember. <laughs> that was one of the mistakes. And as well, and that's huge, you guys, that tone. I mean, that's, that's going to affect your vocabulary, um, and your task achievement. So if you're, if you have the wrong tone, if you're too informal or too formal, if it's not appropriate, it knocks those scores down to fives. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. So was that, um, another one was, uh, vocabulary as well Uh so I kept on constantly watching for to not repeat myself yeah good and I I also think that helped uh, too with the word count so as I was trying to not repeat myself and I didn't know um, exactly synonym for the word I wanted I would just go on and do this huge long sentence to kind of say the same thing so that might have yeah. um, helped. With That's the paraphrasing. Yeah. For sure. That's a really good point, actually. So because we always tell our students when you paraphrase, it's not about using fancy words. It's just about using different words. And your ability to to communicate the idea that one word can in, say, four words, for example, like it's that communicative ability that vocabulary, that vocab flexibility that the examiner is looking for for that high score, not just fancy words. So that's, I'm really glad you said that. Okay. Um, so that's task one. What about task two? What did you do right on task two? Uh, I think some of the things are d- the same and as well throughout both uh-huh. tests, 
the um, the timing because that was yeah. something that messed me up the first time. Uh-huh. This time I had a plan. I follow the three keys thing. I, I <laughs> did my my planning and I had my points and then I started writing and I still left a few minutes to go over and catch some. Uh, I caught some spelling mistakes that if I oh, had, there you go. had an time, I wouldn't have caught them. And, yeah. and as well, I changed some, some words that I thought, oh, maybe I can change this word and put something more fancier over here. Okay. I just, I could not be more pleased. That's not even, that doesn't communicate the feeling. I could not be more ecstatic at how your explanation of your experience reflects the strategies from the course. I mean, it's just directly just matching. That's why you proofread. So you can improve your vocab score. And that's exactly what happened in your case. So, yes. yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, guys, to sum up, um, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, Anna's in Canada already. You know, she's taken classes in university and passed them. She's had this extra habit of reading in English for a long time. All of these things, of course, helped her to get high scores for sure. But she wouldn't have been able to get that nine in speaking, that 7.5 in writing, seen an increase in all her scores without the testing strategies. So I could not have explained any of this better myself, Anna. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thank it was you very much for having pleasure. me. It was so awesome to talk to you. And I really hope that um, that your story inspires some of our listeners and gives them clues on how they could use their time more intelligently, more efficiently. So awesome. And congratulations. Thank you. Canada. <laughs> yes. Canada, here or well, here already, really. <laughs> yeah, here I say. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much, Anna, and have a wonderful rest of the evening. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.